want Cole Tucker to succeed. You want Cole Tucker to succeed. Cole Tucker has to hit to succeed. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins right where you found this. Pirates lost to the White Sox 6-3 last night on the south side of Chicago. Swept in the two-game set, moving up to the northern part of the city to take on the Cubs for the remainder of the week. Nice little gift from the schedule makers, by the way. And it sure looked like it was a gift from the baseball gods when Tucker was planted at the leadoff position, which looked absurd the moment Derek Shelton's lineup card was issued, and then went two for four with an RBI and a and a double off the wall, off the top of the wall, that he hit hard. I am the last person who will have anything mean to say about this extraordinarily beautiful young man. What a, just a golden personality he has. Lights up every setting that he approaches. And he plays the game hard, and he plays the game the right way. He loves the game. He lives the game, and he can't hit. And it's really difficult to watch because you want him to do well. It's impossible not to. Listen to him after this game. Just listen. God, I love it. I don't know. I, if you find out, let me know because I'll try to apply it to when I'm hitting eighth and ninth and fourteenth and anywhere else. Um, but I, I love it. You know, growing up, I I always hit leadoff, and um, all man, like most of my minor league career on the way up was uh, was all in the leadoff spot. But um, I don't know, man. It, it's uh, it's cool. I, I I enjoy it. It's exciting. Um, I guess it's just like a human thing in me that I don't know. I don't know. I, I find a way to have success when I'm there, but I, I really don't know. I know in the back of my mind that I hit better when I hit leadoff, but I, I don't take that into the game every day. If I'm hitting second or eighth or ninth, you know, it, it don't matter. Okay. And now know that Tucker would sound almost the same way, almost the same level of, enjoyment, enthusiasm, I'll use the word again, love for the game if he'd gone 0 for 5 with 4Ks. The problem is, of course, that it's way more likely that he will go 0 for 5 with 4Ks if Shelton puts him right back in that lineup spot against the Cubs tonight at Wrigley Field. That's it's it's what he is as a hitter. Is it fair to judge him with the limited amount of chances that he's had in the majors? I mean, I'll leave that to you. He's a career 210 hitter at age 25 
with 110 major league games on his ledger. That's it. Not even a full season. So you can make the argument there, hey, you know, give him a chance. Let him do what he's done in the minors. (laughs) Then the natural comeback to that is, okay, but he's done the same thing in AAA. He hasn't hit for Indianapolis any more than he's hit for Pittsburgh. And when you watch him, you watch his stance, you watch his follow-through on his swing, the lack of balance, it's almost like a, a rocking horse effect, taking the bat to the ball. There's no power, no torque being generated from any part of his body. And you don't look at him, say, for example, the way you do at uh, Anthony Alford, who last night murdered a ball for a home run to left and did what he does infinitely more often than that, just strike out a ton. You don't look at Alford and think, man, he he can't do it. There's no nothing there. With, with Tucker, I don't even know what he'd look like if he ever became a productive hitter. If you think about slap hitters, if you think about uh, guys who used to get on base just by kind of plunking it somewhere or putting it down in the infield, and I'm going way back here to like, you know, Omar Marino from the 1970s. Omar would, he was your leadoff hitter, never walked. This was way before you valued on base percentage at the top of your order. And Omar would just poke it somewhere and run like crazy. And there have been guys like that through the years. Uh, most recently, I'd probably point back to Niger Morgan when he first came up with the Pirates and Everybody loved Niger, one of the happiest guys around. and He would just dink the ball somewhere and just explode out of the box. Well, that was a while ago. You know? I mean, that's my most recent reference. I, I can't even come up with another one. That's because baseball's changed. I don't think for the better, but it's changed for sure. It's about launch angle. It's about power. It's about exit velocity. It's about things that Cole Tucker can't do and probably won't ever be able to do. So while I commend Ben Charrington and his staff for getting Tucker up here to Pittsburgh and to put him in the lineup night after night as they've done since he's come up, now even at the leadoff spot, That's a nice gesture, but there's got to be a decision, a hard decision made on him at the end of this year because there's a lot of prospects who have to be protected from the Rule 5 draft. And Tucker and the term prospect parted ways a long time ago, and it just might be the case that this team and this player will have to do likewise. I can hope not. You can hope not. But it's going to take a lot more of what we saw 
from him last night in Chicago to change the minds that matter. When we come back, just one question. Time for just one question that's brought to you always on this program by the North Shore Tavern. That's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone. It's home to the planet's only fully dedicated Pittsburgh Baseball Club sports bar. Front to back, wall to wall, floor to ceiling, Pirates memorabilia. A great place to watch the ball games whenever the Pirates are on the road. And of course, a must stop whenever you're seeing the Pirates in person. North Shore Tavern, right across from PNC Park. A question comes from BP in Wilkinsburg, who says, DK, is it time for Charrington to talk with Shelton regarding Shelton's propensity to too quickly remove the starting pitcher in too many instances? Nobody wants to be micromanaged, but if there's one thing in general that Shelton needs to improve on going forward... It's his timing for pulling pitchers, in my opinion. BP, there are times, like a couple of nights ago in Chicago, where I'll completely agree with you. I really, really, really didn't understand taking Bryce Wilson out of the sixth inning when he had a pitch count of 69, and the generally accepted total and the one that Shelton had mentioned to me in Milwaukee about a month ago that they're looking at for pitchers who are coming back off the IL, which Wilson was, is 75. Wilson had given up two soft singles to open the Chicago 6th. And I feel like, setting aside the game, I mean, the score was 2-2, but Again, just forget outcomes, forget results, okay? Setting aside the game, the Pirates had so much to gain from seeing how this kid would handle this situation. A lot like what they saw from Max Kranick last night when he got out of his own jam early in the game. It shows you something. You feel a little bit more educated. You feel a little bit more informed, Not us. I'm talking about them. We don't matter. I'm talking about the Pirates' own evaluators. They learned something about Max Kranich last night. They did. He actually pitched pretty well. And I haven't been the biggest fan of his performances to date. Certainly not like some are. I thought he pitched really well last night against a ridiculous lineup that the White Sox have. Now, Kranich ended up going 83 pitches last night. He he actually should have had much better luck behind him. Kevin Newman, of all people, who's been just so solid in the field, threw away what would have been an inning-ending double play uh, and actually threw it away by a mile, something you never, ever see. And that's the... But here again, he, he did okay. And as I mentioned, he did get to 83 pitches. He wasn't on any kind of limitations, wasn't on any kind of injury recovery or whatever. I do think there needs to be more consistency. Now, here's the part that you won't like, BP. 
This notion that managers are to be evaluated principally based on what happens as the result of their pitcher moves, wow, no, just no, no, no. If I'm making a list of what I value in a Major League Baseball manager, that probably doesn't crack my top 10. I know it's visible, and I know that when the pitching move doesn't work out, it feels like the biggest thing in the world. And I also know that two hours before the game, when the lineup card gets posted, that seems like the biggest thing in the world. Why? Because it's the only thing we see. Game hasn't started yet. Can't talk about that. We can talk about the lineup and the order. Have you ever heard the statistic proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that lineup optimization results at the very most in a difference of plus seven runs over a full season. Seven runs over a full 162-game season. I feel like I need to explain that. Lineup optimization doesn't mean making out a lineup that's literally anybody, like having your pitcher bat cleanup or whatever. Lineup optimization means taking standard, everyday, normal lineups that come from a manager and running them through every possible computerized ringer and producing the most brilliant lineups ever. Magical, mistake-free lineups you will gain seven full runs over a 162-game season. But we fuss over it like crazy. And I'm really not all that different in that regard. I'm not talking about this as if I'm above it. But the pitching moves thing, yes, he can get better at it. If you want to talk about what Shelton's good at, let's talk about important stuff. Like the Pirates being immensely improved with their defense and fundamentals. Newman's error last night notwithstanding. That's number one for me. And number one A, I can't even put it at two, is having the team play together and play hard. That applies to pretty much every manager and coach in every sport. How much can you get out of the athletes you're assigned Shelton's been really, really good at that. Think about this team's talent level, and then think about all these comebacks that they've pulled off, even late in the year, when, realistically, all concerned could have been checked out long, long ago. Pitching moves and lineups, way down the list. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. Let's do another one tomorrow. Tomorrow.